it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester, and with me as always, Akiva Lineker. Akiva, how are you today? I'm excited to, uh, you know, finally finish The Greatest Living American. Yeah, and we're in the heart of your uh, beloved Real March Madness, the NCAA tournament. Well, I, we're almost over the heart of it, because obviously my by far my favorite part is the first 32 games. Yeah. And then my second favorite part is the next 16. Like... Yeah. <laughs> at least the next round is okay because there's two kind of two games going at once. There's four games in a day. The final four is the worst part of March Madness, always. Well, but usually the quality of basketball gets better because the teams get better as we move forward. Yeah, the quality of basketball has been like shockingly poor. So yeah, but, but not as bad. But not incredible. as bad as the referee. The drama's been amazing. Yeah, yeah, and, and luckily I don't think anybody really paid attention to Wisconsin's first round game, which was like forty six to forty two. Yeah, nobody nobody paid attention. to that. Yeah, probably the worst game in the tournament. All right, so why don't we uh, start this week's podcast? We have to get back into our bets. We haven't made a bet in a while. I can give an update if yes, you want. Please the, do. Uh, please status do. of our bets. Mm-hmm. Okay, so of course, uh, the idea is that each week we would make a bet for $10. The first bet we made was a tie. You won the next one, then I won. So we broke even again. Then I won, and then you won. So we broke even again. Uh, then we made a bet about which NBA teams would have the most second half wins. So that one's obviously not over yet. Uh, I'm winning by a handful but you've you've timed it up lately uh your biggest problem is you took oklahoma city with your second overall pick and they've been 500 since the all-star break your second to last pick the milwaukee bucks has actually been better than 500 uh, since the all-star break so oklahoma city is really letting you down um but you know that one we still have to track and then the bet we made the following week was over the oscars and that one we tied as well so we've made a total of, of seven bets so far and neither one of us owes the other one any money all right, and just to remind people that it's it, one of us has to owe the other person $100 for the bet to actually pay out. So we're not close oh, right, to that oh. right now. <laughs> Somebody has to go up by 10? Someone has to go up by 10, yeah. All right, yeah. So it's uh, it's two to two with two ties. Yes. So I think it's it's going to take an incredible streak of luck to uh, to get somebody to pay out then in that case. So this week we have we have 16 teams left in the NCAA tourney. And I think that uh, both of us made like a, a power ranking of the 16 remaining teams. So tell me, what, what do you want the bet this week to be exactly? I think we should, with the 16 teams left, I think we should just draft all 16 teams, and we're just looking for a champion. So whoever has the winning the winning team uh, wins the bet. All right, who's going to get to pick first? Do you want to flip a coin? All right, I'm flipping a coin on Google. Call it in the air. I just Googled flip a coin. It's flipping, it's flipping. Quick, 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 call it. Tails. 
It is heads. Well, why does it matter how quick? As long as yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, because I saw it. We did this last time when we flipped a coin on Google, where I'd already seen the result and you got it wrong, and then I let you pick again, even though yeah, it didn't really matter. But um, I won, so I will decide. I will defer. I'll give you the first pick. I'll take the next two. Okay. And be by the way, everybody should remember that they're talking to experts here because we both picked Michigan State to win it all. Yeah, I would say there's no two better people that we really have our fingers <laughs> on the pulse. Yeah, but that's why we get another chance. This all right, weekend. I'm going to pick North Carolina because they have an easier road than Kansas. I like to look at the 538 odds for every single game. Mm-hmm. And North Carolina has the best odds according to 538. They have the, they, they're tied with Kansas for, for the most likely the biggest favorite in the Sweet 16. But then they're the best. They're the biggest favorite right now to make the final four. And to make the semis, and then um, they're actually not the favorite to win the championship, but because they have an edge on the previous two rounds, they have a slight edge over Kansas in total wins. But Kansas is still the favorite as they were going into the tournament to win it all. Uh, Michigan State was second at the time, of course, they're gone. So I'll take Kansas with the number two pick, and then, and actually now I'm realizing that going second, maybe I made the wrong mistake because there's really two teams here, and I could go with either one, and I'm really not sure. I guess I'll take Virginia just because their bracket is much more you know, wide open with Michigan state eliminated. They have the, they have the easiest route. Iowa state is, I think a tough game, an underrated tough game. Uh, you know, Iowa state has only beaten a couple of double digit seeds and, and not that convincingly against little rock, for example, but the winner of that gets to play, you know, another double digit seed in Gonzaga or Syracuse. So I think Virginia has the easiest route to the final four of, of all the top seeds remaining. So even though Virginia is not my pick, I'll take Virginia with the uh, number three. And now do I get four and five or just four? Oh, I never remember the rules. I don't care. Sure. Take four and five. Okay. So now what's interesting is I feel like two of the better teams are Maryland and Indiana, but they're playing such good teams that it's crazy to pick them. Uh, And it's a coin toss for me between Villanova and Miami. So I'm going to go with Oklahoma for sure. That was, I'm sure, your other... I mean, Oklahoma, yeah. I would have gone third with just because. I mean, I had Oklahoma either winning it all or going to the championship game in every one of my brackets. Yeah, I actually had Kentucky, I had Kentucky winning in one of my brackets. Also. I picked Virginia just because I think it's the better strategic pick right now. Uh-huh. So, um, all right, but you're going to take Oklahoma, obviously. And then I'm going to pick Duke, which is a little out there, but I feel like Oregon's looked so bad. The Probably the least respected one seed ever. Even when St. Joseph's was a one seed. I mean, they were undefeated, right? But they had more or one loss. They had more respect. And Wichita State was a one seed at undefeated. We talked about this last week a little bit, that Oregon, if they had been ranked a two or a three seed, I think more people would have picked them. Because they were a one seed over Michigan State, the hate went too far, and so they got so disrespected, as you said. Whereas, you know, they were the best team in the Pac-12. Now, of course, they're the only team left from the Pac-12 because, you know, that conference turned out to be garbage this year. I mean, I just think Duke, like, they have one of the best players, maybe the best player left. All right, so so that's that leaves me with the next pick. And I'm definitely going to take Villanova. They have to play Kansas, which is obviously very difficult, but I think that they're the best remaining team. Yeah, I guess I'll take Oregon also just because, you know, they're the, the, the highest seed remaining and it makes the most sense. So you took Villanova and Oregon? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take Iowa State because if they beat Virginia, they're going to be favored in the next game. Yeah. And I'm going to take Miami because they have uh, one of the best coaches left. All right, so I'm definitely going to pick Indiana. They got to get past UNC, but if they do... The winner of the Indiana UNC game will be a heavy favorite. The two worst teams of the, you know, I've, as I said, I made power rankings for the 16 remaining teams. Mm-hmm. And number 16 is Wisconsin. Number 15 is Notre Dame. So mm-hmm. the winner of UNC Indiana gets to play the worst. But they're in such a good spot. I mean, they have such a winnable game to make the Elite Who? Eight. Who? Like if Notre Dame wins and Indiana wins, that's a winnable Elite Eight game for Notre Dame. Have you noticed, by the way, the Thrifty 32 has taken over America this week? 
Well, it took over. Yeah, it took over Rob's sister Nino. I noticed that. Has anybody else been using it? Uh, I'm should, sure. Should I search on? Should I search on Twitter? Right I'm sure now? it's all anybody's been talking about. Yeah, I'm actually going to search on Twitter right now. Searching thrifty thirty two. The only mention is me. <laughs> the only mention is Antonio Mazzara saying he called it the few thirty two, and I said that's cooler than the thrifty thirty two. Well, no, I got a couple. I got a Avery Skywalker said, "Where my thrifty thirty two at?" Cody K said, "It's the thrifty thirty two March Madness." Oh wow! Cole Holiday said, "There's no way that Wichita State makes it out of the Sweet Sixteen. We'll have enough trouble in the thrifty thirty two. Oh my god! Now we're going back to 2014. Two no, years you're ago, lying. Matt, I don't have any of this. Matt Pike said, "Oh, you're Ohio lying. State you're making even... this up. I'm, I'm, no, I I'm, I'm reading it. these tweets. I've searched it, and there's nothing in here. I don't know. I'm reading these tweets. Matt Pajak wrote, "Ohio State won't even make it past the thrifty thirty two. Their region is ridiculous." PC Officer 904 said, "Brandon Davis's bracket round names: the Shaking 70." The standard 68, the thrifty 32. Wait, what? there's no 70. What is he talking about? All right. Alex Boding tweeted at his friend Archer, comma, Jace to say it's called the thrifty 32. Now we're back to 2013. Um, oh, man. Then somebody complained about stuff. I don't see any of this. And I searched for thrifty 32. Matt Carp said Pitt fails to even make it to the thrifty 32 this year, but A for effort. <laughs> Nick Rolfs, I'm feeling it. Wichita will be in the they'll be in the thrifty thirty two and that's all that matters. That's amazing. Joel Leathersitch. All right, this Hughes, is enough. Nobody Hughes. cares. All right, yeah. Hold on, but now we're back to two thousand twelve and two thousand eleven. Cole King says, "I hate that the thrifty thirty two is now considered the third round of the tournament." Hashtag first four is a joke. Well, Cole got his wish. It's so strange. It must have been it must have searched something else for me. Gabrielle Felknor said, "Why can't there be a thrifty thirty two before the Sweet 16? Well, she should listen to our podcast. Oh, do you know what it did? It, it automatically made it into Thrift 32 for me. Oh, yeah. There's no Thrift 32. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So back to our picks. I'm going to take Indiana. And then with my second pick, I'm going to take the team that you've been hyping, uh, especially last week. I'm going to take Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Gonzaga clearly should not have been an 11 seed, even without their best player. They're, they have the best front court in the country. And, you know, they were actually favored against Utah, three seed. And they were favored, obviously, in the first round. And now they're favored against Syracuse. It's kind of crazy that we have, a, we have an 11 seed that has been favored in every game of the tournament so far. Uh, that's bizarre, yeah. And it's not impossible. If they blow out Syracuse and Iowa State beats Virginia like 50 to 49, which would be a very Virginia-esque score. No, they'll be the underdog. Gonzaga? No, they'll Still? be the underdog, yeah. All right. Slight. It'll uh, be like two and a half points or something. Yeah, and by the way, Gonzaga, who Vegas has a slight favorite, uh, 538 actually has him as a slight underdog to Syracuse. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take uh, Notre Dame and Syracuse here. Oh, so you really don't like Maryland? No, Notre Dame and Syracuse. All right, so then I'll take Maryland and Texas A and M, and I'll leave you Wisconsin. All right, I'm stuck with Wisconsin. Has got literally the worst team left, no chance of winning. Yeah, and the least watchable team left. Yeah, well, although they hit that crazy three to win the game, and, and then uh, Frank the Tank went crazy. I win this week's bet if the winner of the tournament in two weeks is either Kansas, Virginia, Oregon, Villanova, Indiana, Maryland, Gonzaga, or Texas A and M. And you win if it's UNC, Oklahoma, Duke, Iowa State, Miami, Syracuse, Notre Dame, or Wisconsin. That's a pretty easy bet to follow. And, 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 we, and we can't have a tie. We're guaranteed of a winner this week, so that's good. Yes. Before we get into the greatest living Americans, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Sports Illustrated came out with the 100 greatest moments in sports history. Would you uh, Do you want to workshop a few of these, and, and I'll tell you some of the moments, and you'll tell me if they belong in the top 100 or not? Yeah, I saw this. Some of them aren't even moments, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, number 100, you have Boise State coming back to beat Adrian Peterson's Oklahoma Sooners in the Fiesta Bowl. Was that the one where he proposes as soon as he gets into the end zone? Yes. Now, I will say, it's the best ending to a game I've ever seen in my life. 
It's the most excited I've ever been for a for a, for a college a, football game for maybe. any game in any what? sport. It's the best ending for any game because they it was That's way too hot of a take. No, 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 it's no. I think anybody who watched that game, I don't, I don't usually watch the sort of irrelevant bowl games, but I happened to be watching that game because I was bored. Well, I think I remember watching it. It was because of Boise State and because they had sort of got screwed. You know, yeah. And but you, what you had was you had Adrian Peterson, who was like too good for college at that point, scoring a touchdown like every time he touched the ball. And Oklahoma goes up thirty-five fourteen in the fourth quarter, and then Boise State comes back with like three of the four, cra- three or four of the craziest trick plays you've ever seen in your life, including the one like the insane lateral to win it. Yeah, and then okay, they win it that. on a fake, you know, a two-pointer misdirect two-pointer in overtime to win, I think, 42-41. And then the guy who scores the touchdown literally goes and proposes to his girlfriend. It was, in one swoop. He just in one runs, swoop. gets it was on It literally his, yeah. like in the same shot. Yeah. Um, and I By remember... Way, we also saw that we yeah. also saw that in college basketball in the conference tournament this year. Oh, yeah? Who did it? The Northern Iowa? I don't right? remember. It was, on De- it was on Deadspin, but somebody proposed to his oh, girlfriend yeah, yeah, who was yeah. a cheerleader on the spot. Oh, no, she wasn't a cheerleader. The cheerleader was Boise State. Do, do, um, so I remember turning to my wife afterwards and saying... That there's almost no reason to watch sports anymore because that's the greatest thing I'll ever see, and I I still believe that there's still be nothing like go watch that game on YouTube now it, tonight. Right, so you think 100 is way too low then? No, I, it's fine as long as it's in there because it wasn't ultimately an important uh, sports moment. Like it, you know, it was an irrelevant game. It was it was the equivalent of a regular season game. They have Kerry Stroog at 92 with her perfect 10 on her broken leg. And yeah, that's kind of cool. And they have the Music City Miracle at 93. That seems low for the Music City Miracle, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm now... It, Especially the postscript being that the Titans end up going all the way to the Super Bowl and getting within a yard of winning the Super sure, Bowl. Sure, or tying the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, now, they have Canada winning the amazing overtime game in the, uh, in the in second... Yeah, the second yeah, last Winter Olympics. Which is probably one of the great sports moments in the history of Canada. It was also on Purim Day. Yeah, yeah, I know. My mom was the furious that we were all downstairs watching the game. And she really was pretty good about sports her whole life. But I just remember being so mad that day that we were ignoring it. She was like, you know, you guys are rabbis and you're this and you're watching hockey. Anyway, um, Wait, how many rabbis are in your family? Just your dad. Oh, no. Um, my, my sister's brother's a rabbi, too. I don't know if he was. He doesn't follow sports. I'm not sure if he was downstairs, um, but he's a rabbi. Um, number 90 might not have ever happened. It's Babe Ruth calling a shot to hit a home run. Yeah, did not happen. It didn't happen. So it's like they have myths. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> number eighty three is not eleven. No, it's um, it's uh, <laughs> it's um, can't you can't can't say that on your other podcast. Well, no, you have to cut that. <laughs> no, that stays in. No, you're cutting that. <laughs> no, if if you're a nine eleven truther, no, 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 say it proud. No, um, uh, number seventy three is the UConn women winning ninety in a row, which. There's no moment there because, like, yeah. the, the more exciting moment is the 91st game when they lost, I believe, to Stanford. The problem is I can't click on any of these. Like, I SI, every, everything you go to on their website now opens up garbage video. Very annoying. Very annoying. ESPN at least has the option on ESPN.com to turn the videos off. Yes. Yeah. Uh, SI has really gone over the top of it. Nobody, nobody wants videos. You know the only thing worse than videos is when you go to, like, restaurant websites or, like, bar websites the, where they automatically the start really playing crappy music. music. Yeah. What do yeah they or care? hotels sometimes have yeah. that. That's that's like terrible. Number sixty-seven is uh, probably the most recent moment on the list. It's Carly Lloyd scoring the hat trick in the first half, and it happens to be that goal. I think people will forget with time how insane that goal was. Like it was an amazing goal just for a regular season game, but it happened the ha- in the, the, the one from midfield. Yeah, the hat trick one. Yeah, yeah. So that's fair. The sixty-four, they have Vinatieri uh, kicking the field goal against the Rams to win the first Super Bowl, and again, that moment in and of itself is is definitely not in the top thousand. 
But the fact that they beat the Rams, you could make a case should be in the top 100. This is the top moments of what? In sports history. All of sports history. All of sports history. American sports history. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're not going to have like some F1 racer. So that, yeah. yeah. I'm saying if they made this, if they made this edition in any other country, there's nothing from the Super Bowl. You know, there's a bunch of football. Of course not. Yeah, maybe you get yeah, one yeah, yeah. to roll thing if you're lucky. Uh, 53 of the, the kick six, Auburn versus Alabama. Okay. 50, they have the dream team. That's not really like a moment. Where's the interception from the Patriots Seahawks Super Bowl? Well, I haven't gotten to it yet. So who, uh, who where's knows? Kirby Puckett's game six home run? Listen, if we get there, 44 is taking a stand, which is the uh, the Mexico City, the the raising their the black gloved uh, right fists. A lot of these are black and white. Nothing good ever happened before there was color. 40 is magic uh, coming you know back to the All-Star game. When I was a really little kid, when I was like three or four yeah, or, or five or whatever age I was. I didn't. I I thought that like the world. This is almost like in that movie Pleasantville. I thought the world used to be. Sure, black and I white think we all did when we were really young. How old were you when you thought this? I don't know, but the point is, I took it one step further. I thought that was the cause of racism historically because oh. it was sort of more stark. So the you were either like smart. You were like operating on a higher level, but you were sort of like either dumb or less informed than most of us. <laughs> well, but here's the thing, like that, and anybody who thinks that as a kid, like what, what about art? What about paintings? You've been to museums and seen paintings that are more than 40. Oh, I'm sure there are many things where your logic doesn't hold up. Yeah. Uh, number th- yeah, you can read a book that's more than 40 years old that references sure. colors. Yeah. Uh, number 36 is Touch Em All, Joe, Joe Carter's uh, home run. Do you remember where you were in 1993 for Carter's walk-off World Series home run? Were you watching the game? No. I was with Akiva's childhood correspondent, Andrew, my old friend, Andrew, uh, who's still my friend, uh, we watched uh, that game in my uh, in my uh, house in Hewlett, staying up late, and we watched him. Uh, he was sleeping over, and we watched that home run, and we were going crazy. By the way, Joe Carter suffers just about more than any other player from sort of advanced stats now. He was like a, a negative war player in sure. lots of seasons because he batted like 250 and hit 25 home runs. No on-base percentage. Yeah. yeah. The 34, they have uh, the Vince Young coming back to beat USC. Still pretty crazy. Kind of amazing that Vince Young's been out of the NFL for so long. Yeah, but that's player. a conversation for the greatest college football game of all time. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, 33, they have Dwight Clark's The Catch. Hold on. Was was the push, was the Bush Leinart push, was that in that same game as well? No, same season, I think. Uh, okay. Or maybe the season before. Uh, 29, they have The Play. That's uh, Cal Stanford. The band runs onto yep. the field. That should be higher, I think. Sure. Uh, 31, they have Douglas Stunts Tyson, which is a cool moment, but no one saw it. It was, it was like a minor fight for Mike Tyson yeah. in the middle yeah. of the night in Japan that was in like Japan. maybe on yeah. pay-per-view. I'm not even sure it was on pay-per-view. So it was a cool moment, but I also like I argue about the Lance Armstrong stuff because literally no one saw one second of his. I think it was called OLN then outside line. Now it's like NBC Sports, but it was OLN. Then at some point it became versus channel. No one saw one second of any seven of Lance, even if they weren't tainted. Lance Armstrong's <laughs> Tour de France is what nobody cared about. Uh, 28 is uh, is Santonio Holmes in the uh, corner of the end zone beating the Arizona Cardinals. That's way too high. Yeah, that was a garbage game. That's as that We've discussed before. Most. I don't know if that's the 28th best Super Bowl play. <laughs> yeah, moment. That's, yeah. Uh, 24 is Brandy Chastain uh, scoring and ripping off her shirt uh, to beat China in the penalty kicks. That was a pretty iconic moment at the time. Yeah. Uh, you asked yeah. where the Malcolm Butler interception was. That's at number 25. That's pretty high, but it's the I think it's the highest variance play in Super Bowl history, right? So that's actually yeah. a pretty big deal. Uh, 22 is Lou Gehrig's luckiest man on the face of the earth speech. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a moment. I don't have a problem with that. Twenties Don Larson's perfect game. Uh, I feel like a perfect game in the That's World Series now wouldn't be a big deal. So maybe it was that. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's honestly it's not such a big deal. Like Roy Halladay threw a perfect game in the playoffs, right? And it was like totally irrelevant. No one cared. It's like, oh wow, that's impressive. Moving on. Tyree's catch is number nineteen. 
In fact, I would say more significant than any perfect game yeah. was the guy in the Tigers. Uh, what's his name? Andres, you know, the guy who had the non-perfect game because the, uh, the, the, the umpire called the guy safe at first. Oh, yeah. Armando Galarraga. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, oh, I said Andres because I had Galarraga in my head. Uh-huh. That was that was more memorable than any perfect game. Oh, much more, much seen. more. It, yeah. it, it's like we talk about the agony of defeat, much stronger than the thrill of yeah. victory. You'll see if yeah. the Vikings ever win or the Twins ever win. It's it's not nearly as fun as as whining about when they could have won. By the way, yeah. I mean it's sad. Like people are like, oh, maybe he'll come back and throw another no hitter. But Galarraga um, was out of he was out of the majors within a year. Like very sad. Yeah. I mean, he handled it very classily, but it didn't do him much good. I don't know what he's doing now. Um, number sixteen is Wilt Chamberlain scoring hundred points again. I have no problem nobody with that being that. high on the list, but literally nobody saw it. It wasn't on TV. The only thing anybody's ever seen is the picture of him holding the piece of paper. Right. There's the no video of it, yeah. and and no uh, Bobby Thompson's home runs fifteenth. Rumble in the Jungle's 14th. Uh, Christian Leitner hitting the shot against Kentucky's 11. I watched that live. One of my first real great sporting memories at my grandfather's house in Kewarden Hills in 1991. Uh, uh, Jordan against the Jazz is number 12. That, you know, you watch that game again on, uh, on YouTube. It's unbelievable. You forget how crazy that last play is. 7-15. We weren't there, so we're not sure. But I, I have no problem with the big baseball milestones being high. So that's number 10. You're going to hate number nine, even though it was a very important moment, but it wasn't the greatest moment. You're, you know what I'm talking about, right? No. The Jets beating the Colts 16-7 uh, in Super Bowl yeah, three. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's number nine. And that's not even a moment. That was just an, that was a result of a game. Right. That probably was made sense. Like it was the, a very boring the Jets, game. A, a good defensive team beat a uh, team's backup quarterback. Yeah, basically. Tigers first Masters number seven. I It's hard to overstate now how big of a deal that was. I remember. Yeah. Uh, number six is Michael Phelps uh, getting eight gold medals. I guess the really, you know, crazy one isn't is the only problem is it ends with him not in the pool. It ends with Lezak beating the other guy at the end. But it was really that's if you want to get fired up for the Olympics or something, watch that on YouTube. It's it's one of the coolest yeah. sports moments ever. And the, and the swimming announcers are unbelievable. Our swimming announcers are rowdy games. And, and, and Phelps was also more into it than just about any play you see on the sideline. Oh, yeah. Phelps was going I mean, he nuts. Was like, he was like bursting. You know, yeah, if yeah. we found out that he was had steroids right after that, I think it would have made perfect sense. <laughs> well, I mean, whoever Ray Lewis knows, he knows because they're best yeah. friends. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Thriller Manila, number five. Uh, okay. Now, that's like the last color one, basically, we have. Because... Uh, the greatest game, that's the championship game, I believe. I'm doing this all from rote because it just has, like, the three words. I think it's Giants-Colts yeah. 1959. 1958. 58. Yeah. Uh, okay. That, you know, that gets a lot that's of – That's dumb. Yeah, it gets a lot It gets credit for bringing the NFL into, like, the modern era, but sure. no, that's ridiculous. Uh, Jesse Owens. You know, it, 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 they wanted out the one yard. I think United handed it off to – was it a Mechie? Yeah. Or somebody? Yeah, Pat Summerall was the kicker. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> for the Giants. Yes, for the Giants. Uh, the Giants lost that game. Yes. Uh, number three, Jesse Owens uh, uh, running past Hitler. All right. That's easy. Everybody uh, hates Hitler. Number two, Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier. Now, if you're so going to put that on the list, I, I feel like it has to be number one, guys. <laughs> yeah. What's what's number one, then? <laughs> number one is the Miracle on Ice. By the way, is we'll, is we'll see you tomorrow night. Is Curry Puckett's game six home run really not on this list? I don't believe it's on the list. All right. The whole list is valid. Uh, I'm going to scroll up again, but I don't believe. Listen, if Joe Carter, obviously the Joe Carter has to be way ahead of it, right? And Joe Carter's 30. No, I completely disagree. Oh, my God. I'm going to get some dumb shark. That's an insane argument. Oh, by the way, uh, Ripken's Iron Man record's 51. That's going to be ahead of it. First of all, first of all, the 1991 World Series. And again, this is not a Homer Twins fan. Like, this is when ESPN ranked all the World Series. The 1991 World Series is, is by most people, considered the greatest World Series of all time. Sure, yeah. And it it was amazing. What's the moment? 
The moment is game six in the 12th inning. Kirby Puckett hitting a walk-off. Jack Buck saying, we'll see you tomorrow night. Also, Kirby Puckett having stolen a home run in like the fourth inning from Lonnie Smith or the sixth inning, whatever it was. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, I mean, they have I mean, Fisk, you, Fisk is considered more iconic. They have that at 75. Fisk is iconic because the camera caught him there, right? Is Kirk, I mean, Kirk Gibson, by the way, which is a very overrated moment. Just By the way, the Kirk longest Gibson, yard, which is the Titans-Rams, which we discussed, is 83. So how about the, the say, Titans getting two in one season? Kirk Gibson is an overrated moment, frankly, I think. And also the basketball version of that, which is Willis Reed. Willis Reed scored four points in that game. They won that game because Walt Frazier had like 35 and sure. 17 or something. Yeah, ridiculous. I don't believe that's on the list, though. Yeah, Pete Rose breaking the record at 87. That's kind of strange. Who cares? Yeah. Are any of the Vikings epic collapses? You know, the Gary Anderson game? No, that's not there. Again, there's not a, an iconic moment. If you were saying greatest games, that would yeah. be the greatest upsets, of course, it would be there. Well, I mean, the iconic moment is, you know, well, look. How it, iconic fo- is Gary Anderson missing a field goal up by seven to go up ten? Not that iconic. Ultimately. Well, but if you say Gary Anderson game, every football fan knows. Sure. Game. Yeah. Yeah. But you want any sports fan here. You want the. Yeah. Yeah. The Gary Anderson game. The, the Brett Favre interception at the end of the, you know, the 12 men on the field. That's an iconic play, I think. Right. But again, but that doesn't decide it because then because of Sports Illustrated, the, golf is way overrepresented. So there's like a w- w- Watson Nicholas match and there's a lot of things. that yeah. Nobody, cares, nobody about. cares about that. Yeah. Yeah. We forgot. They forgot that people only cared about golf because of Tiger Woods. Yeah, basically. All right. That was a good 10 minutes. All right. So not a bad list. All right. So let's get to the uh, the real issue at hand. What people are waiting with bated breath for us to be finished with it, probably. Yeah. All right. So we have four people left in the greatest living Americans. It's the final four. These are the four greatest Americans, or at least these are the guys who advanced in the bracket. On the left side of the bracket, we have Bill Gates against Barack Obama. Uh, one of our one of our followers who who hates Gates and Zuckerberg, he said it's because they weren't really good programmers. And again, this this isn't the greatest programmers list. Just like it's not the greatest That's presidents next list. Week, right? it's not, yeah. Yeah. It's not the greatest boxers list. It's the greatest overall. So Bill Gates might not have been the best programmer. You know, but there's more to it. There's business savvy. You know, you know, like what Zuckerberg says, you know, if you would have invented Facebook, you would have invented Facebook. You know, it, maybe Zuckerberg stole the idea, but, you know, but he's the one who knew how to apply it. But by the way, have I told you my Winklevoss story? So, look, I, I, I'm, you know, as people who ever send me an email, though, I, res- I respond to every email I get and I hate people who don't respond to emails. Every email. I respond not. I respond to every email. If I see the email right away, I'll respond immediately. 100% of the time. It's a good, it's like good uh, Moser for people. It's good, good advice. In the summer of 2004, this is when Facebook was beginning to expand to a number of campuses, but it was still limited to campuses and it was still, you know, I think it was on like 40 campuses or something like that. So it wasn't just in the Ivy League anymore. Um, we didn't my, have it yet at Yeshiva. We, we got it probably like 100th or you, something. You guys got it towards the end of the summer in like August, yeah, I remember. Yeah. But yeah, but, but my you wife, remember because like Shmaria probably had a thousand groups up the first day. Oh, the first thing that Shmaria <laughs> did, the first thing that Shmaria did when he joined Facebook is this, if you remember, is this going to be homophobic the, or extremely homophobic? Hold on. No, no. Okay. So the, the wall, the, your wall back in Facebook used to be sort of like a chalkboard. The entire yes. wall, anybody could edit it. Sure. And and the etiquette was that you wait, go you could edit of, someone else's wall. I don't remember this. Yeah, well, so because it changed very quickly thereafter. Everybody had a wall on their page, and their wall was essentially like a chalkboard. And you go add a comment to their chalkboard. You just go write it, but you can edit the whole thing, right? But every, most so the, of, most of Facebook was groups uh, by that first few months, right? It was like, yeah, I like fish yeah, sticks, so say, but so, not so with the, tomato sauce. So, yeah. So, but the etiquette of the wall was mm-hmm. that you go on someone's wall mm-hmm. and you just add a line on top, and you'd hit return twice so that everything else went lower down. Oh my God, you're probably the only person who knew that in the whole world. No, this is, this is how everybody, 
No, this is how everybody used the wall. So okay. why you joined? Do you remember Facebook? when some people called it the Facebook for like the first year? That was well, it was called it was called the Facebook. The website was called the Facebook, but yeah. people called it that like for way too long. Anyway, go, right. go anyway, on. so Shmaria joins uh, Facebook. Shmaria's our wacky he, friend, by the way. Yeah, the first thing he does is he goes onto my wall, control all. By the way, it's and funny. His own stupid thing. People should, and he deleted my entire wall. Oh, that's really. And annoying. so I I lost all my wall history because then shortly thereafter. When they converted everybody's wall to like each individual post being separate, they they you know because they went back and they could see the time in the editor for each item, and so they made mm-hmm. all those individual items. And now I have no items before Shmaria because he deleted my whole wall. Yeah, it's funny we yeah. had the same experience because we didn't know each other, but we had the same friend who was doing Shm- when when we things. were in yeah. when we were studying abroad. He one time they said where they were going to paint our walls. So uh, he realized, like, oh, we have a few days where we could just spray paint and write insane stuff on our walls because the painters were coming, like, the next week to paint the walls. Anyway, yeah. So, so he wrote, like, some interesting stuff. I won't, I won't you know, he's got in a position of, uh, of, of great importance right now. I won't, uh, I won't <laughs> throw him under the bus, but it's a different Shmaria if anyone's listening. Um, and yeah. and uh, this is, this is Shmaria Blasner, by yes, the way. Blasner, and, Blasner. And this like very proper Canadian's kid came and his father was British. So he's like British and Canadian. He's very like proper. This guy, uh, this guy's dad comes to the school for the first time. He walks into the to the dorm room and he sees the wall. And let's just say it was something offensive. And he just says to himself, why? I don't know if why that's anyone's business. Uh, <laughs> it was very funny. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, we had the very same experience, but from the other side, because we didn't know each other. I didn't know of each other even, but uh, but we had, you know, we had some of the same. Uh, yeah, same I, I mean, I, I visited your school. I slept over in Shmaria's room. Yeah, but there was 120 guys there. I wouldn't have yeah. necessarily. I mean, I'm sure I met you, but I wouldn't have necessarily uh, yeah. known you. Anyway. Anyway. So, so, okay. So that summer. So, yeah. So as I was saying, so, yeah, you guys weren't on Facebook yet. Michigan had just joined because my, my now Wait, wife. Are you a Michigan them. or a Penn then? I was a pen, but okay. my now wife, who I just met that summer, was at Michigan, and she had just joined Facebook. But you know, we were on an internship program together, and a lot of the kids from the other schools didn't yet have it uh, because it wasn't there yet. Anyways, so I get an email uh, from some guy, and I have no idea who he is, at the t- and I only know the name because afterwards who he became from some guy named Tyler Rinklevoss, and it doesn't mean anything to me. And it's an invitation to join some social network, and I don't know exactly what. And and I'm sure what he just did is he just went on to you know a list of, of everybody at Penn and, you know, at, at, at other sort of comparable schools and just send invitations to everybody. I'm sure he sent this to hundreds or thousands of people. Mm-hmm. But but I – so I get the email and I look at it. I'm like, oh, what's this? And I click it and it looks sort of like Facebook to me. So I reply to the person, not knowing if it's a person, if it's a machine, if it's automated. And I just said, hey, this kind of looks like the Facebook. What's the difference? And if the form invitation was like a form email that he sent to a thousand people, the reply I got was highly personal. Because this fellow Tyler Rinklevoss responds with several paragraphs, ranting, cursing, all caps, like misspellings, complaining. At you or fa- just about Facebook? No, 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 not about at me. He, so, he says, well, the Facebook is actually an idea. The guy who founded it stole it from our idea. He was working for our company first and then he stole it. And he's just like ranting. And he said, you should really join our network because it's going to be much better than the Facebook, I promise you. And it's so also wait, a matter of principle and honor. And like he's going – But you don't still have this email, right? Yeah, so the, the unfortunate part is, yeah, so then a few years later, I think around the time the movie The Social Network came out, I was like, holy shit, let me find that email. But the problem is that this is before Gmail, right? Yes. I would pay 20 grand to get all my old AOL emails back. <laughs> yeah, so this was on my, this no, this was on my UPenn email. 
it was, you know, it was my college email, but yeah, similar, similar, similar issue. So it would be a funny email to read now. And I feel like I could have entered that into evidence as uh, part of the litigation between Winklevoss and Zuckerberg because it's just, but, but anyways, so the point is that I get this response from this guy. And so my response to him, and it was kind of mean, I guess I said, I appreciate the response and no offense, but if you have enough time to type this whole complaint to me, then you're probably not competing with Facebook because I feel like the guy who created Facebook doesn't have time to send personal emails like this. <laughs> Which is funny, but I'm, but it's po- if you had emailed Zuckerberg and said this is what he's doing, you might have actually gotten a response. No, Zuckerberg was way too busy. He was expanding Facebook that from like you know from a hundred thousand people to a hundred million people that yeah, summer. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So so back to the match. We have Bill Gates against Barack Obama. I posted, uh, by the way, on Thursday, I posted another Twitter poll like I did last week. I guess a lot of people aren't paying attention to uh, Twitter polls about the greatest. Yeah, I think people have been off of Twitter. I just think maybe it was down for a few days. (laughs) Oh, well, no. (laughs) I was just saying, I don't think people are interested in voting on this when the actual March Madness was going on. No. Or even when it's not on. (laughs) Well, but last week I got, you know, like 10, 11, 12 votes for all my polls. Okay. I I did one poll and I got five votes. Okay. So anyway, uh, so how are you voting between Bill Gates and Barack Obama? Here's, Here's how I break it down. Barack Obama is an iconic American, but ultimately he's just another guy. I don't know how much he'll be remembered in, you know, Malaysia, in Ecuador, in, uh, you know, Paraguay, and, and in, in the Congo, Democratic Republic and otherwise, and the Ukraine. To me, Bill Gates is not just an iconic American. The perp- like One of the main things we try and do in this world, except for someone like me, is try and make as much money as possible. Bill Gates has done that successfully. He has the most money, the most money anybody's ever had. And he's taken that and he's done for good. You know, he's focused on charities and giving away all his money. So to me, he's sort of like the guy with the most money tries to do the most good. I don't know how you could beat that. And how will he, you know, maybe Microsoft doesn't exist in 50 years, so his company won't be remembered. But I feel like, you know, he will have a a bigger impact on the world. Like what's Obama going to do uh, after he retires, like maybe he'll do something really incredible, or maybe he'll chill for a few years and you know just write books and give speeches. You know, is Bill Clinton's impact? He's done a lot of good things, and he'll every time there's a big sort of charity thing, he comes through, and and the first George Bush does. But uh, you know, ultimately, to me, and that's like more figurehead stuff. To me, I think uh, you have to vote Gates. It's funny because my argument for Obama is going to be for the exact same reason, and I was going to say. Zero, like if you, Bill Gates's name recognition in Malaysia is zero percent. Nobody's ever heard of Bill. You Gates. don't think so? You're I mean, you may be underestimating Malaysians because you don't think they've ever said like who's the richest person in the world in Malaysia? Yeah, and they'll say I don't know some Jew. <laughs> That's what they'll probably say. Is that what you're? Not, say, is that what you're voting no, for? Hold on, let, let me revise. Yeah. They'll say because my brother's in China right now. Okay, where when and he's ask, been him, saying, ask him if Bill Gates is a big deal there. Well, I can tell you, he's been telling me everybody in China thinks. The Trump is the richest American, and that's why he's running because the richest Amer- – because especially in China where it's sort of communist, like, well, that's what happens in capitalism. Whoever's the richest gets to be president. Sure. Like uh, even in Italy, Silvio, Ber- Silvio Berlusconi was the richest guy, and he was prime minister for a while. Yeah, but of course, Gates isn't even – or excuse me, Trump isn't even you know, one of the 100 richest Americans. No, obviously. he might not even be one of the 1,000. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, but that's the perception. Donald Trump has a much bigger name recognition than Bill Gates does. Yes. You know, t- to me, the answer is – that Bill Gates, you know, he is leaving a very important philanthropic legacy, and he left a very important, you know, computer business technological legacy, you know, even if sort of, 
it was it was passed by by Apple, at least in pop culture and popularity. Certainly, you know, Microsoft. I mean, Microsoft still dominates the market share for PCs, even if Apple has music and a bunch of other stuff and, and tablets and smartphones, etc. Um, but to me, again, the only person, the only American alive today who will definitely be in the history books will be Obama. Like when people talk about American presidents. One day it'll be like they'll they'll say Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, Roosevelt, Obama is pretty much what they're going to say. Obama, Trump, and not, <laughs> yeah, and not be, and not again, not because of anything related to policy. You know, frankly, look at JFK. JFK, in terms of policy, he didn't even have enough time to make a lot of policy. But the reason that he's one of the most famous and beloved presidents, and he has tons of things named after him, and he's on like he's on money, is because of what he represented. And in that case, it wasn't even that he was an African-American overcoming, you know, the historical racism and slavery and everything in this country. It was just that he was sort of young, good looking and, and Catholic, I guess, mattered a little bit. So I just think that that the legacy that Obama, what he represents, not because of not because of anything he's done necessarily, but simply because of who he is, is why I think he should move on. But again, it's I don't want it to be that the winner of this is the president because that's kind of annoying. But I think that it should be Obama for that reason. Even if Bill, Bill Gates might make a better positive influence on the world, but, you know, Obama's seen, you know, around the world as, you know, as an image of America in all that America is good and sort of hope and potential. You know, people see Obama as a representative of what America can do the way that other countries can't, that a guy like him can become president, you know, which you would never see in, in, in you know, you would never see a, you know, like, a, I don't think you'd ever see a black prime minister of England, for example. So that's my argument. I hear you. You're right. Look, Obama can't match Gates's influence. I mean, he, obviously, he's had a bigger influence in terms of as what he's done for president the last eight years. But ultimately, for the next thirty years of his life, you know, he doesn't have forty billion dollars to. Or you, I don't know how much does Gates have now, like sixty-five billion. Something very close to that. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we do when we disagree here? I mean, we basically fight to. Uh, I mean, do you want to move on? See if we could agree on the next one. All right, so let's move on to the other side of the bracket. Because maybe we'll also side... say whoever wins. Do you, do you agree that whoever wins this matchup is going to win the whole thing? Heavy favorite. Heavy, heavy okay. favorite. Can we say that whoever wins this matchup automatically loses to whoever we pick between Obama and Gates? Oh, whoever wins the Ali-Zuckerberg matchup? Yeah. Or is, is the automatic yeah, loser? Yes. So now yes, we're I basically agree. going back for the ch- – so let's skip to Ali-Zuckerberg, and then we'll go All back right. to the champion. All right, so Ali-Zuckerberg – all right, so you, who goes first this time, you or me? Uh, you go first. All right, so Ali also is a symbol in the way Obama is, you know, Ali Boumaye. Nobody knows the name Zuckerberg, I don't think, around the world the way they know Ali. But ultimately, what was Ali? He was an athlete. He was charismatic. You know, again, he, he stood up for his principles vis-a-vis Vietnam. But And again, it might just be a generational thing. I don't really understand why he is as big a symbol as he is. Zuckerberg... The name isn't necessarily big, but what he created, Facebook, has revolutionized the world and continues to revolutionize the world in a way much more dramatic than anything that anybody else did. It's literally led to you know revolutions around the world, things like that. The reason I think Zuckerberg would lose to Gates is because everything Gates has done beyond Microsoft. Zuckerberg has sort of tried. You know, he promised like $100 million to schools in Newark, New Jersey, for example. And Zuckerberg's a young guy. Zuckerberg has 50 years to move further up this list. Uh, but But he hasn't really... You know, he's he's sort of he's dipped a toe into the idea of philanthropy, but I don't really know if he's made a big influence now. So I, I don't I actually don't really know. I'm, I'm going to lean whichever way you lean in this one, because I I think it's probably Zuckerberg over Ali, but I don't have a strong opinion. Do I do you identify with Zuckerberg as you're like both nerdy Jews with doctor wives? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just wanted to call you a nerd. Um, nah, that's okay. Uh, I think I'm going to say I'm, I don't feel incredibly strongly. I do think it's very close. I'm sure people could make a compelling case for Muhammad Ali, but to me, he's not generally even listed as number one an athlete. That would be Michael Jordan. So if you're not the number one athlete and Jordan's gone, I don't know how he can win, and therefore I have to pick Zuckerberg. My hesitation with Zuckerberg and the reason why he has to lose the finals is – and I'll say whoever loses the the Gates Obama matchup beats Ali in the third place game, um, for sure. Yeah, I, is and, that because well, we said what if the, the, what if the, Facebook what, gets the need for Facebook is obviated by the next great social network or some super internet that comes along in twenty years? Yeah, but again, but we also said, but Zuckerberg also has the potential to have influence beyond Facebook, right? Of course, he's, but he hasn't done it. He's he hasn't very young, it. and you'd yeah. think. Knowing what you know, like, I feel like CEOs have finite amount of times. And even though he might be in charge, I could see him in five years from now, especially if he has, like, more kids or whatever. I could see him in five years from now stepping down as CEO for sure. Yeah, I think the difference between a Zuckerberg versus, like, an Elon Musk or even a Steve Jobs is that they invented thing after thing after thing. Right. One after another. Yes. They were geniuses, whereas Zuckerberg, I'm not denigrating, you know, his 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 smarts, obviously, but, but they've he, a made lot of it was incredible right, business. It was right place, right time. They've made it incredible. Right place, right you know, time. they bought Instagram for free, basically. Well, yeah, there, there's a way. Again, there's a there's a way that of all the so, there's a reason that Facebook is Facebook and, and MySpace and everything else isn't, for sure. But so I I'll agree with you. I'll vote Zuckerberg over Ali. I think it's very close. Um, but again, either one of these guys would lose. Either one of these guys is lucky to be in the championship game where they're going to get their clock cleaned. The question is, who's going to clean it? Is it Obama or is it Gates? Yeah, kind of a shock upset, like uh, Butler style run for Mark Zuckerberg to the finals. He was in the 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 court, the you know, the eighth with Al Gore, or the quadrant with Al Gore. Um, yeah, well, and actually, I'm looking. He played Elon Musk in the first round, and we had him beating Musk two zero. Uh, even though, as I just said, I think actually Zuckerberg is the bigger genius, or, or Musk is the bigger genius. Uh, then he played Bloomberg in the next round. He won two nothing again. Although I think that one's very close. But then his matchups got easier. He played Madonna in the Sweet 16 and Al Gore <laughs> in the Elite Eight. So, so his, his matchups got easier each round, actually. I'm trying to think of like things where Obama and Gates have come together. <laughs> There's an article, Bill Gates, saying, I wish Obama had more power. Not something you hear from a lot of Republicans. Yeah. Well, Gates, I mean, Gates is clearly left of center, but he also tries very hard to present himself as nonpartisan because he's trying to you know, be beyond that. Sure. Vis-a-vis his chair. Republicans but, buy you know, PCs also. Yeah, but his chair, you know, but his charitable focus is on is on poverty and starvation and global warming, and you know, not necessarily, uh, you know, he's not focusing on making America great again. To quote sure. Donald Trump, to me, the book on Gates is mostly written. Of course, he could do amazing things, but I'm fine if this is Gates's ultimate legacy. The reason why I want to stick with Bill Gates, and I think you really should, is ultimately Obama might end up being in the rankings like the 18th or 22nd, you know, best president of all time. Isn't it weird that we're naming as the greatest living American just a, a slightly above average or average president? Well, but nobody ever said that we're living in the greatest era for great America. I know, but right? this is a young country. It's young, scrappy, and hungry. And Yeah. But again, but but hold on. But as I was saying before, like it's not who's the best at their given field. If we were to rank all the presidents – yes. Let me put it this way. If we were to rank who's the greatest American alive or dead, Obama would be higher on that list than he would be on a list of ranking the presidents in terms of how good they were as a president. Because, again, I think it's not Well, just... I think the founding fathers all have to go in, in front of him. Well, that's, that's part of what I'm saying. Yeah, but Al-Tun. they do. 
<laughs> Wayne Corbett. Uh, no, 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 don't go crazy. Oh, just out tune. Yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, it would, it, you'd have a couple founding fathers and you'd have Lincoln and, and FDR and I don't know, maybe TR, but you know, that's about it. TR? Is that who's TR? Teddy Roosevelt? Oh, I, I didn't know he was called TR. I figured, yeah, I figured TR was, uh, I don't know, uh, Luke Robitaille's brother, Tom. So what do, you, what, do you, what do you call Teddy Roosevelt? I call him, I call him Uncle Ted. Oh, Uncle Ted. <laughs> All right. What are you talking about? Let me, let me consult my wife on this. Jen, come here. Keep in mind, second. we're asking someone who needs to watch The Real Housewives live in 15 minutes. Yeah, in fi- exactly. Live. Can't be DVR'd. Even. Yeah, cannot be DVR'd. Not, can't, you just want to get spoiled on Tumblr. Jen, who is a greater living American? Barack Obama or Bill Gates? She said it immediately. Bill Gates. Why? Obvious Why? Obvious. I agree. Obvious answer. Why? He's given all of his money to charity. He's created this massive, most important company. Do people around the world know who Bill Gates is? Yes. More so than they know who Barack Obama is? Probably not. Like when you ask the average person walking down the street and somewhere around the world to say the person that most defines America, who do you think they would say? That most defines America. Why does that make us? They say Kim America? Kardashian. <laughs> should we vote? Should we vote in Kim Kardashian? That was a mistake. Uh-huh. Not included. <laughs> the answer is obviously Bill Gates. Akiva says it was a mistake to include you. No, I did not say that. I said it was a mistake not to include Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Sorry, I misheard. No, Akiva correct it. No. Do you think it was a mistake on our part that Kim Kardashian was not on the list of the greatest sixty-four? No, but if great. you said who's an emblematic, she's a pop culture icon. Well, but but what I meant to say, who's a positive emblem of America? If you ask people around the world, like you know, name a person who represents everything good about America. I think they would say Obama, and that's even people who disagree with him politically. No, I think people who disagree with him politically would never say anything good about him. Well, in America, where we reach this hyper partisanship, yeah, you're not allowed to say anything good about the other party for sure. One thing I've learned uh, over the last few weeks is that even if a political candidate is garbage on either side, people will, above all else, not vote for the other party. There's about 30 to 35% on each side that will never, at this point, vote for the other party. Well, here's my issue. So there's a Donald lot of... You Trump, know, like the- Donald Trump could come out and say, you know, vote for Hillary Clinton, and those 30% of the Republicans would still vote for Donald Trump. Well, so, you know, there's the hashtag never Trump movement among conservatives. And a lot of people in the, in the never Trump movement are saying that if Trump is the candidate against Clinton, then they just won't vote. And to me, not voting makes no sense, because if you think somebody is so bad and is disqualified from being president, then by definition, the person opposite from them. But I think that's what you're saying. But, you know, but it's such a partisan. And that's on either side. Now, I was guilty of that once. I really, really, really did not like my congressperson, but I didn't like the other party's congressperson so uh, candidate. So I voted for the third party who had no chance. So I guess I've been guilty of that before. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, the argument you can make is any individual person's vote isn't dispositive. Have you or, ever you know, voted for a Republican? Yeah. Okay. I voted for Republicans and Democrats. Okay. I mean, I haven't voted for many Republicans, to be honest, but I voted for, I can think of one that I voted for. Mm-hmm. It was Michael um, Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> well, he was an independent. By the second time he was independent. Yeah, I wasn't a resident in New York at the time that he was that he was a Republican. He was, wait, was he only a Republican in, 2012, in 2002, right? Because he lost the Democratic primary to Mark Green, and then he pulled a Joe Lieberman, and then he switched to the other party in order because right. Giuliani endorsed him. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so in 2002, I was living. I, actually, I was living. In, I was living in New York. Yeah, but well, you hate voting. Anyway, yeah, voting for suckers. I mean, why would I vote in a country where they fake the moon landing and you know they fake 9/11? No, and, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> That's not a funny joke. You got to take that out. You got to take it all that stuff. <laughs> You're the one who uh, 9-11 truth this earlier. All right. So we're kind of at an impasse here. We're not at an impasse. Your wife agrees with me. Never always say yes to your never 
uh, argue with your wife. If someone asks you what your favorite television show is, say yes, dear. Wait, wait. You say yes, dear, as in the show, yes, dear? Yes. <laughs> yes. Or I agree with my wife both, and I say both. yes, dear. No matter what, just say yes, dear. So if someone says what's if your wife. Here's a tip here to all the, uh, the, the prospective couples out there. Sure. If you are dating someone and their significant other says that their favorite TV show is yes, dear, you break up with that person. No, your, your wife likes the housewives. That's even worse than yes, dear. No, yes, there was that terrible CBS sitcom with the skinny guy, sure. and the chubby guy, married to the sisters. Yes, it's embarrassing how much I know about that show. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> you've seen every episode five times. <laughs> oh, should we do a Oops. yes, your podcast? <laughs> oh wait, no, don't. Okay, I'll have to edit that out. I don't want anyone to steal that idea. That's a good idea, right? Next week, like one week. By the way, our, our, our uh, Twitter follower Jim is gonna be so pissed if we have Bill Gates against Mark Zuckerberg in the finals. Sorry, Jim. I, I, yeah. I just I'm not coming down from Bill Gates. I'm sorry. All right, fine. So what we're going to ultimately do here is we're going to have Bill Gates against Mark Zuckerberg, and I'm going to put in the final score as $5 million to zero. Congratulations to Bill Gates. How could we get in contact with him to give him his trophy? <laughs> uh, uh, he, he did a Reddit. I was just looking. He did a Reddit AMA, Bill Gates, which actually okay. knocks, knocks him down a few pegs. But Obama also did one, though. Yeah, no, no but it, it, he just like does them a lot, it looks like. And someone, you know, they give you gold, which is just like a way to support Reddit, which is just like, I, I think it's like a you just give gold to other people then i don't think it, i don't know if you could buy things with the gold i'm not sure but so like it's just funny because someone gave him gold like someone bought something for bill gates <laughs> bill gates i don't know should we should i add him on reddit like i don't know how to i don't know how to contact him but yeah, gotta tell gotta him no you yeah. won the vote we got four votes on twitter the guy <laughs> guy guy's wife voted just so we would stop so she could what well, he's just news today he's backing a revolutionary waterless toilet uh, I can say something. Uh, when I was in yeshiva in Israel, they had waterless urinals. Uh-huh. The revolution was that the bathroom always smelled like piss. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that technology has to improve. Yeah. Okay. So we got Gates winning. What are we doing next? What, what's next week? Well, next week, of course, we're going to preview the uh, the NCAA Final Four. No. I mean, maybe briefly. But our main, yeah, our main focus. Briefly. Our focus next week is a baseball preview. Full baseball preview. Full baseball preview. I think we're going to bet over 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 unders. I think will be our bet, right? Are we going to have uh, thirty fans in thirty days? Are we going to have any special guests? All right, fans of certain teams. Gates Wikipedia article. Oh, wait, hold on, on. my wait, wife has come back. Come on, she's Ooh, she's reading she's Wikipedia. Bill Gates. Yeah, um, let us. Bill have Gates it. was the youngest self-made billionaire. Okay, no, Zuckerberg beat him. Oh, he was. was he was at the time. I guess yeah, he okay. was thirty-two. Okay, the, the same age as my husband. Same age as who? Time Magazine named him as one of the most. One of the 100 people who most influenced the 20th century. Okay. He is one of the heroes of our time. That says that in Wikipedia? According to to Source 128, I'm going to tell you. (laughs) Breitbart News. According to (laughs) the New Statesman in the UK. Uh, I don't know. Maybe whatever that is. Great source. He, I don't know. Bill Gates has only He's liked five tweets on Twitter. Commander of the Order, uh, Order of the British Empire by Queen Elizabeth, 2005. Okay. He was honored with the Silver Buffalo Award by the Boy Scouts of America in 2010. <laughs> All right, that's it. He won the Silver <laughs> Buffalo. It's over. It's over. Wait, Akiva, we have to go look at the past Silver Buffalo winners to see who we've missed in our yes. tournament. Bill Gates has only, has only liked five, five tweets on Twitter. Let me just tell you how much he's donated to charity. Let me let me find it in here. Let me find it in here. Yeah. One of them was for Mike Bloomberg saying, happy birthday, Bill Gates. Made this for you using Microsoft Paint. And it's like a it's like a Photoshop picture <laughs> of them with like a bir- like a like really funky like birthday hats and a birthday cake with candles. Can you get the microphone out of my face? All right. All right. So, so is there I'm going to case... tell you how much he donated to charity and then. Uh, Jen, Jen is, a, a, is a diehard Republican. She's not going to vote for Obama. No, that's not true. Well, in the world currently with a wealth of 77.5 billion 
I'm just sneaking in lies while you guys are talking. <laughs> Let's see how much he's donated to charity from that. Jen, where yet. would you rank Donald know, Trump in the top? I, 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 I have headphones on, but I'll repeat your question. Jen, Akiva wants. Where would you rank Donald Trump in the greatest of the Americans? That's a joke, right? That's a joke. No, he was in our bracket out of 64. Why was he in your bracket? Well, it's great. Well, he, just <laughs> in the ba- necessarily Why was he in your bracket? What kind of bracket is that? So you don't think he's one of the sixty-four greatest Americans? No, not even close. No, top, no, top absolutely 100? not. That's a, that's a, that's. Is terrible. he one of the greatest sixty-four million Americans? <laughs> Is he one of the worst sixty-four Americans? By the way, Akiva, that should be our next podcast. The worst no, sixty-four. Maybe Americans. next year. Next year for more. What <laughs> worst li- worst living American? Jen, who's better, Bill or Hillary? How a- much? As of right I now. Bill Gates. Who's a greater li- who's a, who's a greater living American? Bill Clinton or Hillary Clinton? Hillary. Even if she even if she loses the presidential oh, race and she's never what, president. As of, wait, wait. As what? of May 2013, Bill Gates had donated $28 billion. Do you know how much of that I got? Nothing. Which, of course, is a philanthropy. I got none of that. Jen, if we're taking if one of those. $28 billion. one million. How does that not, be, how does that not make the, the greatest American? $28 billion? Yeah, well, he has the most money. Whoever has the most money is going to give but he, but he, Whoever yeah, the richest person automatically wins, unless they're Donald Trump and maybe don't give charity. charity. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Jen, if Hillary were to lose the general election to Donald he Trump, he topped the list as the most philanthropic American, according to. Well, I, I have a serious question for Jen. If Donald Trump wins the election, will you move out of the country? No. No, because you voted for him, or just no. <laughs> How much money have you donated to the Trump campaign? They pledged to donate ninety-five percent of their of their wealth. Oh, that's 95%. nothing. They're keeping that's billions. Really impressive. They're keeping five percent, so they're only going to keep like ten. Zuckerberg's keeping ninety-nine percent. <laughs> Yeah, it's ridiculous. Zuckerberg's going to donate ninety nine percent. Is he a greater looking American? Maybe. Maybe we should redo it. Uh, he's a pretty good American. Then that's pretty good. I mean, that's pretty good. But uh, so far, Bill Gates and Bill Gates has led the way. Lil Ga- sure. Bill Gates has led the way. Yeah. So. All right. So Bill Gates is the greatest living American. My wife has uh, some strong opinions about this. We should have had her in the earlier. Round. Yeah, I didn't realize Jen, who, she had so many who's hot a, takes. Who's, who's a greater living American, Anna Wintour or Kanye West? Ooh, that's a good one. Ugh. She said, "Ugh." There's no doubt that Anna Wintour is a very, you know, influential person in the fashion industry. I don't think that would, to me, qualify anywhere near the top of the list of the greatest Americans. Well, I have a way to disqualify all of my wife's opinions. Are you ready for it? Yeah, she watches the ba- all right. Hold on, who's a greater Brady. living American, Michael Jordan or Tom Brady? Tom Brady. So I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So now we have to cancel her vote for Bill Gates. Mike, right? Michael Jordan or herself. John Beeline? Tom Brady is the most gorgeous American. Oh, Tom Brady! Tom Brady's the most gorgeous American, and he went to Michigan. So that's all. Ask her, John Beeline or uh, Michael Jordan. She doesn't care. She doesn't care about college basketball. Oh, uh, uh, what about uh, Jim Harbaugh? Has she yeah. had Jim Harbaugh? Jen, who's a greater American, Jim Harbaugh or Michael Jordan? I, I, even I have to admit that Michael Jordan. She says, oh, even <laughs> I have to admit it's Michael Jordan. Okay. All right, I think we've had enough of Jen for one day. Yeah. No, I know. At least, at least the podcast listeners. I'll be with her all night and all week and all life. All right. So uh, Bill Gates is the greatest living American. He beats Mark Zuckerberg in a route. Barack Obama wins the third place over Muhammad Ali easily. Right. Mm-hmm. By the way, if they were boxing today, Barack Obama would beat Muhammad Ali. Oh, easily. too soon. <laughs> or not too soon, soon enough. I'm not sure. <laughs> not soon enough. Did you see Roy Jones yeah, Jr. He beat this a fan? Week? He beat up a fan. <laughs> well, I actually think he was such a wreck. How is that legal? I don't think That's they let insane. him fight a fan. It ended up being a professional guy because, like, the the boxing commission. No, the, didn't the let guy was the guy was an MMA fighter, but he wasn't a boxer. Right, but it wasn't an actual fan. It was like someone they had to pick. They wouldn't let someone with no record fight in the end. It's two minutes on Deadspin. You'll never get back, and go soon because I'm not sure if Deadspin will exist <laughs> next week. 
Um, yeah, they're going to have to put up a, a quite a pretty penny until... I mean, by the way, this is yet another reason why we need to clip off Florida and let it float off into the ocean. Yeah, it's true. The scariest words in the English language are six-man jury in Florida. <laughs> yeah. I think you said that last week, but I'll allow it because it was a good joke last week as well. All right, so so there you have it. Next week, we will be previewing the 2016 Major League Baseball season. We'll get to hear excited Akiva talk about the greatest group of young pitchers since uh, since at least the uh, the early aughts A's. You're just talking about the Mets. And, yeah. Of course I, I thought am. you meant like league yeah. wide. I'm like, who cares about the rest of the league? No, I'm talking about the Mets. Yeah. And you'll get to hear me complain about how uh, the Twins were a regressive, idiotic front office who are wasting away the potential of all their young stars. Well, they paid Joe Maurer $180 million to not be viable as a major league baseball player. I mean, he had multiple concussions. So unfortunately, that's what happens. Yeah. He could retire like a man and save them $130 million. <laughs> Between Corey Kosky and then Justin Morneau and then Joe Maurer, the Twins have probably been more destroyed by concussions than any other team in Major League Baseball. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't approach like NFL teams, but. Well, what about, but when you say like concussions have ruined teams, like what about Ruben Amaro's concussions when he was making moves for the Philadelphia Phillies? I assume. Uh, yeah. All right. This was, this was a blast. Congratulations to Bill Gates. Yeah. We'll send him a trophy. If he gets back to us, I will happily send him a trophy. He better send a check in the mail for that. Like a couple of mil. What if it, like what if the Gates Foundation becomes our first sponsor? They want to promote their charity. Well, listen, we don't have the most listeners, but we have the highest net worth listeners. That's what I think. Our listeners are rich, including Bill Gates. If he listens once, if you average out his, <laughs> if you average out his, you know, billions with the other twelve, <laughs> no matter how much money they have. All right, whatever. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus